0: Yeah, hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode. This week's a little bit different. We are reviewing Mandalorian episode three with uh, Brandon Wendell and now Nick's shitty movie reviews. Yes, (laughs) 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 Um, cinema de caca. Yes, very much so. (laughs) Um, So I'm Brandon once again. Howdy, I'm Wendell, and I'm Nick. All right, and let's talk Mandalorian, guys. So um, you're caught up. Right, you said you watched everything. Yes. What is your opinion up to episode three? Like, is it fantastic? It's okay. Like, what were you at on it?
1: So, for me, I've had the pleasure of watching really, really bad movies. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so, this is by no means bad. Like, no, the, no yeah, for the, sure. The camera work, the the screenwriter. I mean, everything flows. Mm-hmm. It, the, the narrative is simple enough to keep up with, but it's complicated enough to make me guess. Mm-hmm. It's, there's enough amb- it's not one ambiguity. Yeah, there's enough ambiguity to where there's mm-hmm. so many different storylines. Like, we really don't know where we're at
0: right. unless you do some research. So, one thing when you said the camera work um, that just triggered in my mind is that I don't know if anybody saw. Mm. Um, there was an interview with Jon Favreau talking about the technology that he came up with for this. No. Um, Super crazy, right? So normally you have a green screen or a blue screen and you have everything running, right? Instead, basically they have some kind of technology that they've created that is basically um, projecting all of the scenery and it looks real on all of the walls. So when these guys are interacting... They're literally It looks real. But it's wow. like, it's super bright, does everything. Sure. And like how they have it set up, they were talking about it. It's like, basically they're saying is this is the trial run for this technology, and uh, what will end up happening is that if it works out that well, um, you know, it, it will take away the need to go to places. Because so far, they're not live shooting anywhere. This is all interior right now. Right. Which is nuts. You know, come a long way since the moon landing, right? Fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, so not that, not this podcast, right? Wrong one. Let's jump into episode three birds uh, on the wire. Something touched my butthole. It There's was Nick. really hard in the chair. It was his tongue. It's fine. It's oh, hey, it's look at that. It's literally <laughs> not possible
1: <laughs> where I am. That's, that's
0: the force, physically possible. The force. Why are, you dating, why are you doubting the force? Uh, no, let's talk about this episode, man. I definitely... Um, I think I called it. Wendell doesn't think I called it as much. No, no, no. I called it. I, I thought about it again when you
1: said... Well, you tell me it. tell me what it is. So, so,
0: I made the prediction. We were talking about what we think is going to happen. I said he's going to go deliver the baby and then like get revenge, basically steal the baby back after getting the money.
2: I thought it was going to happen Immediately. Like whenever he, he thought said he's gonna walk in and murk. When he said that, I thought he meant right. immediately. Like he was gonna like, here's the baby, and they were gonna present the money, and then he was gonna pew. pew, pew.
0: Which but wouldn't no. have been a bad way to do it as well.
2: No, but I thought that's what he meant, so I was like, eh, that's a technical mm. call. Either but way. then I thought about it and I was like, he really didn't specify, so he yeah, called it. It's fair. I thought he just wasn't gonna give him the baby.
0: Yeah, just gonna just leave with it. Yeah, I
2: he was just not gonna show up. Yeah. Or perhaps show yeah, up no, and you- then chicken out. Yeah, no, you got to get paid. Yeah, for sure. By the way, uh, do you guys know what that is? It, they say it in the it's thing. It's a metal that it's... It's Baskar, which is technically Mandalorian's birthrights. Okay. It comes from... Uh, Mandalore. Mandalore, and it's... Uh, the type of metal deflects one uh, blaster shots, and also it'll... I don't know if it'll take a full-on blow from a lightsaber, but I th- Think it can. Right. But like light hits like, you know, and stuff, like take it, <laughs> it ricochets. shoulder it. It yeah, it just kinda bounces off. And- so
0: there was a you know, I was looking in the comments. Do you think the uh, Mandalorian or Mando, I guess was what everybody's calling him right now, um, shot the guy on purpose in that spot because he did show that that metal. Remember, he's like, we're rich, and he showed
2: oh, it. Oh, the, the bounty guy? Yeah, the, the guy bounty guy. Bounties, he I showed that point am, off, am, and then he
0: shot him right in it. Well, was it on purpose? That would,
2: that would have to, like, on purpose, the fact of him showing it, is that, like, implying that he knew this was going to go no, down? No, no,
0: he knew that uh, or, to that would, shoot him there. there. Yeah. I think so. Nick's like, I didn't think about that. It's a good question. I, or,
2: think, I think he shot right there because this guy, because we've...
1: So he, I guess I'm not understanding What you're implying so Hold on I, I know you're talking about Apollo Creed Yes <laughs> <laughs> Whenever he's sitting over there And he's like I'm rich now too Yes You know he gives him the old He Rick shows James. him I'm rich
0: the, Yeah but he shows him All of those metal Yeah
1: Yeah so he shows him everything mm-hmm.
0: That's so. that Mandalorian metal Yeah
1: Right. So, what does what are you saying? He knew to shoot him there because um,
0: it, towards the end of the episode, whenever everything was going down, yeah, um, and he got on the ship and he hit the you know the little freeze shit to put you know right. to block his vision. He shot him right in those metal pieces, which is going to absorb the blaster.
1: So he knew it wouldn't kill him.
0: Yes. That, well,
2: I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe it was an accident and he meant to actually just blow him yeah. away. Because this but,
0: guy has proven to be a kind of a shitty Mandalorian so far. So.
2: I mean, I guess.
0: I mean, got his ass kicked by the uh, the, the Jawas, um, got his ass handed to him by the Rhino, um, got himself into a position he couldn't get out of in the city. He's kind of a shitty Mandalorian right now. I guess. <laughs> so he could have shot him there by accident, just, just shooting wherever and be like, oh yeah, I got him, whatever, yeah. not knowing that he saved the guy.
2: I don't know. It could very well be a... Uh, an intended thing no. I thought so As soon as I saw it I went That was purposefully done Yeah
1: Is Jar Jar Binks a Jedi?
0: Different episode well, <laughs> That is It's well, not It's not. So, the question is it, Is he a Jedi? Is it? Is he a Sith? Either way The drunken boxing thing I've seen before Yeah Yeah. yeah it's all mean, on purpose Right
1: it, It's pretty intentional yeah. Whenever whenever yeah. you look at it From that angle Because uh-huh. I'm watching that right now So the reason why I posed that Yeah Is Yeah I think this guy Is going through some struggles mm-hmm. But like his armor, he's becoming Mm -hmm, the thing that people are speaking over him. So they're all calling him Mando. Right. And so he's going to eventually step into that role. You know, he's already flipped from Mm -hmm. being selfish and self-centered to caring about something else.
0: Well, I mean, we don't have much much background to say that he's selfish and self-centered, though. He's doing his job. He's doing it well. Without regards um, to anybody or any, well, anything well, But else. if you look at the fish guy, he didn't immediately carbonite him, is that he actually let the dude you know, kind of hang out until the guy ruined his trust. Sure. So, I mean, he's not really showing that he's a bad dude. Hold on, hold
1: on. Self-centeredness isn't necessarily a bad thing. I'm just right. saying he's focused on his thing and his thing only, and right. whatever happens outside of that, he could care less about. Yeah. True neutral. That's, that's all I mean he, by he's, that.
0: Yeah, I give him true neutral, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I mean he's definitely not chaotic. Mm-mm. Everything he
2: does is intentional.
1: Right. So I mean,
2: yeah. What, what did they say? As it is, or it is so? Yeah, I can't remember what they were saying. For it the, is horde. the way. It is the way. Yeah. Based on oh, what you by know. the way,
1: do you know what they called the Jesus movement back in first century?
0: The way. The way. Ah. Yeah. Very biblical. Yeah, so I don't know. I I think he <laughs> I think he did it on purpose. I think he I think there's a good chance that they're never gonna play with it again for this, but I think it was intentional to shoot him there.
1: I think he was trying to s- give him because the guy had kind of looked out for him in the past. Mm-hmm. So I think it was one of those, hey, I'm gonna spare your life here because I don't I, really want to kill you.
2: To further that point, he lets the scientist live. That yeah, was, yeah. And and we only can assume he lets the scientist live because the scientist said, I'm the only reason he's alive. I agree with that. Sure. So he, he's showing compassion towards a guy yeah. who sure, who protected that yeah, base. Well, so, and
1: that's the other point to where Brandon, yeah. I think his prediction mm-hmm. was 100% correct, yeah. mm-hmm. is that it had to take some time. Otherwise, you wouldn't believe that he was a man of values. Right. Because if it was just an initial, oh, this didn't mean anything to me, pop, pop. hmm you know, I've already thought this through. Right. He had to weigh it out first. He had right. to make his decision.
0: Yeah, I don't think he really made the decision to do anything like that until he got paid. And that's when everybody's like, fuck, I just sold a kid. Yeah. Like, I'm doing child yeah, slavery right not only now. Not that, or yeah, whatever you want to think. Yeah, he was
1: like, I don't want to end up like, yeah. uh, what was the guy from um, the Avengers? Come on, help me out. Blue guy. kidnap Quill and...
2: Thanos, he's purple. No. Yeah, that, that was
1: Quill. Oh, P- Mary Poppins. Guy. Yes, I can't remember his name. i <laughs> Poppins. Yeah, that I, can't, I can't remember that his name. Guy, Lando? No, yeah, yeah. man. Maybe his name was Mando too. Lando
0: I mean, or some shit. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah,
1: that, that's
2: creepy. Well, Anyways. not only that. To go skip straight to the end when the other mm. Mandalorian is flying side by a ship. Oh, and he
0: gives him that little like little thing salute. You
2: know what that really looks like? Hmm. Iron Man. You know who directed the first and second
0: Iron Man? John Favreau. John Favreau. It was also Mandalorian. Um, so here, here's this one. I don't think had as much um, thought-provoking content as the first two did. I think the first two really had a little bit more to play with because well, that battle sh- scene was so deep and this long. This was the
1: okay corral.
0: Yeah, um, a, shoot him up. So the interesting part, though, that I think the I think the standout piece for me, at least, was whenever the big dude was trying to take off his helmet, and, and then they asked him, "Have you ever taken off your helmet?" Um, he's like never you know whatever um we you sent me this documentary i don't know if you sent it to nick or not that was the Mandalorian. i didn't know he was even showing up it's true uh it so there was this guy that did like a 7000 year history of the mandalorian culture it yeah. was stupid it's like 35 they have their minutes own long lightsaber line. and yeah, it's yeah. black it's, right
2: it sucks all light from the room
0: yeah it's ridiculousness anyways it goes through all of the lore, all of the books, all of the everything, right? So it's a a super deep thing. Um, But the one thing that stood out that this variated so heavily from all of that is they were allowed to take their helmets off. That was not a thing. Um, And, like, that's a really brand-new thing to the Mandalorian, uh, whatever you want to call it.
2: Well, also, uh, if you remember from the documentary, the empires used them more than mm-hmm. once specifically and the Sith. siths using them yeah. uh-huh. this and it was also if i'm remembering this right from they that were video.
0: anti yeah they were like anti they called him thing, uh, because empire dog or whatever they uh, called him yeah. nazi
2: german guy yeah. he says who is actually german by the way i figured yeah. that out yeah. um he, he said something or no 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 it was whenever the two mandalorians mm-hmm. were fighting he said it. This is after, like, or after the purge, mm-hmm. meaning that a lot of them have been wiped out, and yep. they're also. It's been said twice. They're in hiding currently. Right. Where only normally a few can leave at yeah. a time.
0: So it was interesting. So having that little bit of background that we didn't have before, and you don't, you currently don't have. Correct. Um, so. From what I understand of the Mandalorian culture up to this point, um, they used to be this big race. They had a whole lot of slavery uh, slavery and stuff going on. They were really deep with the Sith. Sith betrayed them, and then um, they kind of went to try to join the Empire, and the Empire betrayed them. So now they're just kind of on the outskirts is basically the idea. Um, And the Purge, what he's talking about is when that Order 66 thing happened and they killed pretty much fucking everybody, a lot of those guys got murdered in that as well. Right. Um. So, or was it Order sixty six? It was Order something. Whatever. Sixty six. Yeah. Okay. Um. I was doubting myself, man. Six six.
1: Time. Number of man.
0: Yeah. Right. Six. So the uh, <laughs> the interesting part though is that all of those bounty hunters somehow or other knew that he was getting attacked and that you know shit went down and they all were like fuck it we're out of hiding we got you you know because they were what they say only one up above the ground at a time is what they yeah, said only
1: one out at a time
0: yeah so for them having everybody come out like you know i don't know if it's going to be
1: that's a heck of a reveal
0: party right it, it, well the thing i keep thinking about is like is he going to be shunned because they <coughs> had all of this going on or is this they're like hey we got enough power now we're getting revealed and we're we're gonna I don't, reestablish ourselves above ground like i
2: don't think it's that um the lady who's crafted his armor by mm-hmm. so far by the way you're good looks badass mm-hmm I and agree. IMO. um she said, "Our safety is in our survival." Right. So she could very well. I mean, like, may you, you pose a question that he might not be the best Mandalorian I agree. currently, but in their eyes, we need everyone we can get. Right. Right. So when she said that, and then they show up to save him, mm-hmm. kind of makes sense. I don't think he'll be shunned, and if he was shunned, I don't think they would have had that sign off, you know, salute right. as he's flying
0: away. Well, I mean, there's also that itching for a fight thing, right? They've been underground for a super amount of time. Yeah, like and- when your entire battle culture doesn't get to go out and have battles, and then like this is our fucking chance, dude. I could see them doing it, man. I could see them just be all like, you know what? Fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna go. I was gonna bring up that yeah from blitz the documentary. this year.
2: Yeah. They're a big war culture yeah, to not very have much so. war is weird for them
0: yeah very, well and it's like I said before though is they have very like Spartan style culture based on the information that you tell the first two episodes with that lady um, it felt very Spartan in how they handled things you know it, it had the helmet well, not just the helmet, like <laughs> the way of life that she was talking oh, no, about and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So But the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> but the helmet. Um, which is another interesting thing. I don't know if you saw the helmet, I guess was like whoever had this certain helmet for a huge amount of time was the leader yeah. and all that. But Yeah.
2: It, I think it more looked like the the dinosaurs from that land or yeah. whatever sort. Yeah,
0: something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So metacorn? Sure, potatoes You
1: talking about the thing that destroyed his armor? Or what? No, no, that was, Mudhorn. Was, no, no. Okay, their
2: their home planet, man. Uh, Mandalore. 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 Yeah. Okay. they when they first got on that planet after doing so much. I think they were kicked off onto that island, or planet. Um, mm. there was these ginormous uh, creatures, basically dinosaurs, and the leader at that time was like, "This is a blessing," from. Yeah. Their god, I can't remember his name, but they're like, This is a blessing because he's making us prove ourselves again. Mm -hmm. And so, those beasts were so powerful that it kind of became their symbol. You can see it on a few things in the show, Mm -hmm. but uh, you know, General Grievous, you know how his head looks with that like thing right there? Yeah, kind of looks like that.
1: So, okay, you're talking like the thing Where with the the with horns, the horns this big silver like thing we saw and over the top okay yeah.
0: so yeah. another interesting thing that you just kind of reminded me of is that whenever he had this chance to get a sigil um, and he's like no nah, I didn't do it by myself and you know blah 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 um you remember what I'm talking about there you kind of honest get, yeah yeah when he was like super honest about it and yeah. he was like oh, I had help you know yeah, my enemy did not me. know it was my enemy Yeah.
1: Well, why did your enemy help you well, yeah he he did he didn't not know it was and I
0: wonder enemy. if that also triggered his decision to go back and, like, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of idea. Um,
2: you, you, That just brought up the fact of I am for sure he's not going to be shunned. He just brought the fight to the Empire who destroyed his people. Mm-hmm. Right. His brothers back at the place were like, let's fucking do this, dog. <laughs> <laughs> let's roll. Yeah, legit. Walking out of this, walking out onto the, you know, the field from the That's stadium, funny. just, <gasps> 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 they were going crazy, guaranteed, before they showed up. <laughs> guaranteed. He's not shunned.
0: Right? Calling it. They're, they're, they're doing the boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. What are you feeling over there, man?
1: No, it's. Uh... Let's see. How many episodes are left? Five?
0: I think it's a seven series. so I think it's going to be four more. Okay.
1: I was looking at it earlier. I couldn't remember if it was seven or eight. But um, anyway, so uh, usually you'll peak.
0: Mm, Like episode four or five.
1: Well, sometimes four or five. But I'm wondering now with Game of Thrones and everything that came out, if they won't Kind of follow that same format where they peak like either episode eight or episode nine. Right. You know, out of ten. So this one would be episode five or six. Right, right. So I think we're building up to a big crescendo, but I don't know how many. More stories they're planning on putting in on mm-hmm. this. I don't know if this is like a one season, yeah. If it's just a mini series, basically, to tell this aspect like the of the story. I actually like the idea
0: of just a mini series of this one dude's thing.
1: Well, and I like that too because that because what we do <laughs> well, is they could go to up...
0: a whole different thing later and not have to tie it in exactly to this one thing. You don't have to worry about this concurrent storyline that's not like, yeah, no, just let it do its one thing. Well, you know what made me
1: really appreciate four, five, and six hmm. Rogue One.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: So, I mean, if if we can do stuff like that with Mm -hmm. this, I I think that is, like, the upper echelon for Mm -hmm. what this is doing. So, I mean, if if they can do that where you come out with, you have six to eight episodes per character that builds around...
0: Well, and and I'm even okay with it not tying back into the rest of the movies and stuff. Not all of it,
1: but, like... Yeah. Just where it speaks into that part of Mm them. Like, what else is going on in the Empire with people that aren't fighting in the war? Yeah. You know, just to give you different perspectives of the entire canon. Like, all of it.
0: And, And that's one thing that I really like about where this episode series is placed, is it's just enough after the fall of the Empire, but the New Order Five years by the way. Yeah. And the new order hasn't kicked off yet. Mm-hmm. So it's just enough after where like you were talking about in the in the first one we did. Um where it's like, you know, society is kind of collapsing, shit's going haywire. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's there was this huge amount of structure that just got ripped out, and that's where we're at. Right. You don't have a whole lot of shows that have society being disappeared, but they're still um you know, things to do, jobs to happen, things like that. Like, I wouldn't say the culture is, um, you know, affluent for any way, but I wouldn't say that it's just everything is a shithole.
1: Well, and I I think Wendell's analogy earlier of the spaghetti western, Mm -hmm. you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, this very much has that vibe between the soundtrack and all that. That's very, very intentional.
2: I, yeah, uh, I recently was watching some videos about Star Wars and how it's, Mm -hmm baseline is just a western in space yeah. and then that's where i learned about spaghetti westerns right the opening shot of this of the first uh oh, yeah. episode Dum-dum. him yeah. sitting there
0: there's, a, <laughs> there's there's a sort
2: of tribal fruit flute behind all that yeah. that yeah. mirrors that exact scene from that, uh-huh. that movie yes. yeah. and i saw a bunch of people i watched a bunch of other reviews of it and people are like this is returning to a spaghetti western that we wanted yeah. I don't know if I want that because you know I. I like anyway. that.
0: I like that they're taking the risk and they're not necessarily saying like you know this has to be a billion dollar box office blah. They're like, hey, listen, this is going to be fun. This is going to be entertaining, and we're just going to keep it on the the seven dollar service and not go, um, you know, incredibly crazy with it because like this could be a big budget movie if you wanted to make it that way. You know, oh easy, yeah. So them not doing that and keeping it. I don't want to say it's low budget, but you know, when you talk about like they're still using animatronics in it, which is not very common nowadays when you talk about big budget movies, they go all you know digital, you know, so it's like mm, I kind of like it.
1: Well, I think with Star Wars, you know, you have to, I, I mean, you're looking to grab a new audience, mm-hmm. but if you don't please the fan base, right you're you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's not going to go well, you know? So um, I think like what Wendell had kind of pointed out earlier also about the nostalgic mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. for me, you know, mm-hmm. I think the animatronics, I think mm-hmm. it just, it gives that.
0: Authenticity. Authenticity. Yeah. It's
1: like, oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's what the droid uh-huh. looks like, you yeah. know, that kind of stuff. So I, I can appreciate the homage that they're kind of paying. Mm-hmm. It's like an honor thing. Right. And, you know, I really think that that's where culture is kind of headed unless we just completely erupt and go into civil war. Sure. I mean, you know, yay, who doesn't like to kill their brother, um, Cain and Abel. Uh, the, um, other aspect of it would be, we just learn to kind of meld together. So right. there would be a joining of the, Generations, So I think this is kind of what that's doing. It's allowing yeah. the guy that was 17 when it came out can go, man, that's exact. Look at how much cooler that looks now. But mm-hmm. it's the same kind of stuff. Right. And he's sharing it with his. It has a good feel. With his eight-year-old son. Right. You know, and so there's that bond between it. So mm-hmm. I think that's really where the directors are doing a very good job of being intentional and showing homage, even to the, mm-hmm. you know, the. Good, the bad, and the ugly reference. Like yeah. they're, they're doing these things on purpose. Yeah. And so it's just kind of cool for me to watch because I enjoy that stuff. For sure.
0: So, where does it go next? That's the interesting thing. So, the uh, the Mandalorian Conclave? I don't know what to call it. Um, I, think,
2: I think they called it a, covent. a covent. Like coven, witches, coven. A coven. It's like a coven. A coven. They're witches. Kind of like a coven, but it sounded like he said covent. Convent. I don't know. A convent, maybe? I don't know. He Covenant? An, I thought it, covenant it might maybe. be that, too. I,
1: I guarantee you, Because so what it is, is they're probably all in covenant relationship. True. So right, uh, right. George Lucas and a lot of the writers, I mean, a lot of this stuff comes from just mm-hmm. the Bible stuff. So the reason why it... Flows like that is because it's the writing style, yeah. Not not so much like the religious aspects, this yeah, yeah. Or the
0: other. So back to that though, is that uh, with the covenant that they have, we're going to call it a covenant at this point. Sure, um, you know they're obviously coming out of the ground and they're you know becoming this thing, and they've killed the entire bounty culture at this point. So do they just take that over? Is that now like their fucking thing? Because like the dude that that had the uh, cantina or whatever you want to call it, full of bounty hunters. Just lost everybody, you know. So, with him losing everybody, does he now like, Hey, guys, sorry, but I still have a bunch of bounties and want to do that so I can get paid too? Like, what, what, where do we go for any of those guys? Yeah. So, or maybe she, that chick takes over.
1: I think there's a couple different options. Um, since I'm ignorant, I'll go first because I'll keep it short. Um, (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) So, just from what I'm seeing, I think you can either have a complete transition for the mandalorians to where they now become a cause vision focused where mm-hmm. they're out there for themselves or trying to right. start running things or you know trying to kind of a clan, kind of a clan mentality let's go to war against these other factions because mm-hmm. nobody's really powerful and let's see what happens or like what you're saying they just wiped out an entire Mm -hmm. job force right they just created opportunity so now they can all just be like hey let's get this money Mm -hmm. so i mean i think that's an interesting point with that but those are the two scenarios that i really see um or there could be like an underlying where they investigate and they find out that the empire's doing this that and the other and so they expose them and end Mm -hmm. up starting another war who knows
0: yeah. Like, the Empire's not really dead. Right, because we got 20 years or 25 years between now and the New Order. So, I mean, it could be anything. When, what do you yeah. think is going to happen next, with the uh, specifically with the Mandalorian culture? We'll jump over to the uh, Mando and his uh, baby pet thing.
2: I honestly don't know.
0: Is it a clone? No, I don't think I, so. I think so.
2: Um, I'll explain why as well. Um, I don't know where it's going to go. I really don't. Like, from, like spoilers that I'm honestly getting um, I, I don't I don't know I think they're all gonna run I think they're all gonna jump Just go hide jump planet and hide for a bit and then they'll reconvene if this isn't a miniseries
0: hmm
2: why I think I think that's in the words of that lady is is surviving
0: hmm I don't remember seeing her in that battle She,
2: I don't think she was. We don't. I mean, the only person we really see the big dude with the gallon that we know is the big dude. Big dude because they had just fought, and then he's like, "Hey, get out of here!" Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "You'll have to move the coven or whatever." I don't know. when he said all that shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Interesting. I I don't know where it's gonna go. All right, what happens with the? uh, So, in, I guess my opinion, um, I don't think they're gonna run. Um, I I think they're gonna stick around on the planet they're in um, because at this point, who fucking is gonna stop them? Right, like, well, we... they can still have coverage and stuff in that in that city and stuff that they're in where they don't have to move the smelter or whatever you want to call it and take all this technology they have and, and try to relocate it and blah, 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 blah. Um, but I do think that they've now created a uh, scenario where it's like, yeah, you know what? We know there are a bunch of Mandalorian bounty hunters here. Um, but with the Empire not actively pursuing them without the Sith actively having anything going on either. They're relatively safe, you know, so this could be the base of operations to start rebuilding their culture um, in a way that is to the public eye enough. Um, I think it'll it'll start there. You know, they may move it later. I don't think in this season, or whatever you want to call it, I don't think we'll see them uh, have to, to uh, jump, jump planet. So... Uh, what's going to happen with, uh, baby Yoda in, in, uh, Mando?
1: Not a clue.
0: No? What What um, would you like to see happen? You'd like to see him raise him as a, uh, Padawan? The exact opposite of?
1: <laughs> like, I don't even know what to do with that. The 50 year old baby that can pick up, they can, giant yeah, rhino, and can use rhinos. the horse. Yeah. Um, like, so. I, I don't, like, I, it literally,
2: like, I, I have, have no nothing. vision for it. Yeah. Like, I'm just
1: cool. All what's, right. what's next? I'm just blank on it.
2: Wendell, he, what are you feeling? Yeah. He's going to retire.
0: What? No, I'm joking. <laughs> he's like, he's well, gonna, he's gonna I down. got me a kid now. I he's guess gonna, I gotta be a dad. to settle down. Oh, I thought you nice were talking
1: wife. about the little Yoda thing because <laughs> yes, he's then. like 15 years away from retirement. Yeah. Oh,
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm in the same boat as Nick. I don't know. Like, interesting. <clears throat> where does he go with it? There's a lot of things about the Mandalorian we don't know. Right. He's he has said that he doesn't really understand the Force, which mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Because he was a kid during the clones, Clone Wars. Uh, I so mean, he would have known about Jedi's.
0: Ex- how much exposure does he have to it, though? I mean, how much yeah, do yeah, you true. know if you didn't have TV about the But
2: Yeah, true. But I think he would have been exposed to it a little bit, and my backup for that is, is whenever every time his armor is being made, mm-hmm. we see flashbacks of his life. Particularly well, the day that, that, that fight yeah, was yeah. fighting.
0: That was a big deal, yeah. And we
2: see the, I think it's called a clunker, Sure. The big thing. Okay, it, it finds the kid, and then last second we see something hit it, but we have no idea what.
0: True. I think it was a Jedi. So you think a Yoda. Jedi took him and moved him and helped him become the Mandalore culture? Because the Jedi and the Mandalorians um, are not on the same page at all. They, with any, they've been
2: a few times, but not this time. I, right yeah. now, it's just in shambles, shambles. Nothing. Oh my watch. Nothing's yeah. going on. Um. I don't know I th- honestly it, 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 You uh, leaned away Yeah I leaned away yeah. Sorry um, I, th- I think it was a Jedi That saved him Okay I think And me and Nick Just made a mental Connection here mm-hmm. I think Yoda Saved him
0: You know I don't know If it's If Yoda Actually sh- uh, saved him Or not. not Shaved him I'm gonna go with that Um, So Here's Here's the things That I th- I see laying in place Right now That I think mm-hmm. makes sense Um, I think that most likely there was probably, um, a Mandalorian, um, some kind of Mandalorian that actually saved him and kind of brought him into the culture. I don't think his parents and family were in the culture. Um... No, he's a foundling. Right, and that's what I'm saying, is I, I think that whoever found him was probably in the Mandalorian culture already. I don't think that... That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, (laughs) I don't think he was saved by a Jedi or anything like that. But I think that he is most likely... Um, not in the culture before that point. Like if you are a Mandalorian child or whatever, you're being raised and you understand what's going on, um, and it's your duty is whatever you're asked to do and blah, 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 blah. And that his morals are a little bit gray still, like and I don't they're actually his morals are fine. His sense of duty is a little gray right now, right? And he has that little bit of a rogue spirit in him. Um, I think that is gonna be something completely different that a Mandalorian person saved him. You know, at this, kind of like the Anakin Skywalker thing that happened. Mm. Like, he's too old to train, or you know, whatever. I think we're rehashing that a little. Um, and then I think what happens next, though, is he has this, this creature, this being, you don't have any information on it, you don't know what it is, but you do know you have a, a beacon on your ass, right? Like, whether or not it's just on that planet, I don't know, I assume it's not. If I had to guess, it's probably an um, all-points bulletin. Like, hey, guys, I got you know, this badass bounty. Somebody go get this fucker. Because nobody killed um, the big German dude. Yeah.
2: Um, and you that's know? why I think the bounty, that, why all those mm-hmm. s- started up again. I think it's um, a big bounty. But so far as we know, the, he only
0: gave the bounty out on that planet. Well, that's what we so don't far. know. Yeah. So far, that's all we yeah. know that he gave it out. So my thoughts on it is, is I think he's going to try, and he's going to go somewhere that is decently remote, but can still make transmission and get support if needed, whatever, whatever. He's not going to go pull a full Yoda where he goes off in a planet with a swamp and like, just go insane. He's not going to do that. Dagobah. Yeah, yeah Dagobah. Um, but I think he will go, I think he's going to go remote somewhere. Um but that choice of location is going to be somewhere where um, Jedi presence or something similar is known. I think he's going to try and do the right thing and try to take um, this Yoda creature to somewhere where, you know, because like everybody, even in that universe knows um, Jedi and the force go together. Like they know at least that much. Right. So As a Mandalorian who knows how to find things, he most likely knows how to find a Jedi somewhere. Doesn't necessarily have to be like, hey, you and I are on the same page or anything, but more of a, hey, listen, this thing needs help.
1: Do you think this is where Skywalker's training school begins? It
0: could be. Like I Anakin? mean, yeah, because Anakin, Anakin would be. No, they were no, born no, not, He's no, talking Luke. about uh, Luke. Luke, oh, Luke okay. had his so, own well, so, uh, Skywalker so Academy.
1: Whenever Luke starts his academy, it's before the New Order mm-hmm. takes precedence.
0: Yeah, but then everybody dies from it. I, I understand. And so that. that's an interesting thing. Not, not I didn't even throw into it till just you said that. I was like, ooh, that could. This could be the start of that.
1: Yeah, not everybody. What died, happened? But yeah. yeah, yeah. So this kid could play a role in that mm. aspect mm-hmm. of the storyline like we've said it could be a completely different storyline like it could end up being where this is a new Han and Chewy thing and yeah, these two kind of. go, go around <laughs> they, they, they go there around a, the west
0: uh, Calvin and Hobbes reference that I saw I don't know if anybody saw that um it was fantastic it was like uh the Mandalore was Hobbes and Calvin yeah. was the uh, little Yoda guy I was like that's perfect yeah no,
1: so I see them, like, teaming up, like, Shanghai Noon, yeah. you know, where you have the Butch and Sundance, you know, you have the two guys that just go around, the uh, Django and the uh, Orthodontist. And the orthodontist? <laughs> no, Schultz. Schultz, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Schultz. Great yeah. movie, by the way. That was a great movie.
0: So, yeah. I don't know, man. But, I think... So,
1: I see that kind of being a possibility.
0: I think it, it'll be on for a few more episodes while he finds the person, but I don't think long term this is his thing. Yeah, because to for them to be
2: mm-hmm. like like you're explaining, that baby has to mature another fifty years.
0: Yeah, and I don't think, and it's... and
2: we don't know we don't know technically what the Mando right. is. Right. Well, so we it won't te- kind
1: of it won't reach like teenage years until hundred. Um, it could. Yoda but...
0: started or Yoda. Uh, finished his basic level training at 100, which is like an eight-year-old. And he died when he was 900. Yeah. Isn't
2: that also biblical, too? We
0: got a long way to go. all <laughs> right That's why I think he's going to try and offload him. I don't think he's going to try and... Uh, yeah, no, I
1: hear you. I see what you're saying. You know, so that makes sense. Uncle So status. So, here's, yeah, right. so here, I guess, is kind of the question, then, is who does
0: he think...
1: Is best to leave the kid
0: with. And that's what we don't know because, like, technically, we don't know.
1: Like, we don't know his anything. background. We yeah. don't know what he knows. So maybe where the flashbacks are happening, mm-hmm. maybe he has to go back there for answers. And so it keeps coming back of maybe. traumatic, or I don't know. I mean, because I would think that we need to understand more than he has PTSD.
2: <laughs> that, that's why I think the fact of them cutting off him getting, like showing the person who kills the clunker mm-hmm. is going to be, is either a Jedi, a Mandalorian, and that's where the, if anything, and he brings the kid somewhere, mm-hmm. that's where he'll go.
0: Right. Yeah, I think I think that's going to be the big thing, but I don't necessarily think we're going to dive any more into his backstory than flashbacks. Um, and I think because they haven't given him a name and they haven't given him... Um, you know any kind of oh, silence or anything?
1: They, they call him by his name. We just—it doesn't
0: sound like a name when they say it. Well, no, they have the, the name Mandalorian. Well, like,
1: don't the don't his people call him by his name?
0: No, I haven't heard. Nobody yet. has spoken his name. Nobody.
1: They his might name have, and yet. I just missed it. No, I thought I heard that today. Um,
2: well, I'll have to go back and
0: listen yeah. to it. But the the big thing though, I think, um, is the. I think they want to leave it mysterious. I think that he has to be the man with no name out in the desert. You know, oh,
1: I get you the nice phone yeah, case. You yeah. Go. So Yet again.
0: he's he's the rogue Mandalorian who Dead saved Jaren. Yeah. He saved a uh, you know, super force sensitive being, um, had his good karma and then kind of just rides back off into the wind, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I think that's what we're gonna see is he's gonna do his good deed, um, you know, play his own morals and move on. But I don't think it'll be next, next episode I think that's gonna be Like the very end again, Yeah end. like
1: Again like you said The man mm-hmm. with no name Is the good The bad And the ugly reference Yeah, yeah tired of having a kid Pull that, Casey Anthony mm-hmm. Was it
0: three Yeah there were three guys th- Yeah
1: No I mean Was it a
0: three part No it was, was it one three movie. movies It was like three hours long It was one movie So But yeah I mean I think that's what'll happen I don't know Any other thoughts Before we sign off here And uh, say you- What was your review Of the episode Scale one to ten What are you feeling Oh, just because of the fight at the
2: end, I give it a nine. Ooh. I really enjoy this episode. I thought it was so cool. Like the fact of him getting like like he against all odds, knowing that he didn't have enough
0: of those uh whistling Mm -hmm. birds. Yeah. Which were sick by the way. Um I felt that he wasted a lot of his shots though, by the way. Like you know, he didn't have to burn that dude inside the building. Like he wasted his fire. Um, whenever he well, used he the whistling he, birds was sick.
2: I guess we could say that he knew he was going to fight his way out, but I don't know if he knew that the bounty was then going to immediately be re- put on. Right, but, but
0: I mean, like, burning the dude inside was just, like, taking too you, long. Fuck yeah. like, you, yeah. You could have shot him. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, you know
2: what I mean? I I thought that was really cool. Like, against all odds, like, he knew he's probably going to die here. And he but he was like, I'm not... Maybe this is going that way. He's like, I'm not going to lose my morals and give up this kid mm. I'm gonna whether I die or not I'm gonna fight it out and yeah. and then uh, you know also back to the western when he walks around a lot it oh, he's, hovers yeah. over his <laughs> pistol I thought that was cool. I noticed that yeah but like you know he stares him down and he's like I'll put the kid down and then immediately just like dude, starts yeah. going out jumps in he's firing all over the place taking him out left and right mm-hmm. it gets messed up and now he's like really messed up because he can't go anywhere anymore mm-hmm he goes, "Fuck it. I'm still gonna fight." Yeah. Even when he could have easily just been like, "All right, take him. I'm done. Take yeah. him away. I I don't want to die." You know, and he said f- he's he he stood up and he was like, "No. Right. I'm still gonna fight."
0: So there was one thing. You remember last episode I said he's like one of the worst like fighting Mandalorians. Right. You know, if his gun can see through walls, his gun could have seen where that rhino thing was. I just want to point that shit out.
2: Y- true.
0: Okay, moving but on. But maybe he just <laughs> didn't think there was anything in there. I understand. So what what are you what's the rating on it, buddy? Just
1: the episode?
0: Yeah, just the one episode. Just the one episode.
1: I'm gonna give it a solid eight and a half. Yeah. Um like I said, this is this is my jam. Uh mm-hmm. lots of action. Um just completely sold out commitment like mm-hmm. you know this dude's ride or die mm-hmm. you know it's um, and he's doing something that is challenging his sense of duty because he feels more drawn to this being right then he does everything he's been conditioned to know his entire life true and so I think even though there was less communication, even compared to the other episodes, which mm. there's not a lot of communication, right. But there was even less in this one. but you could see him literally working it out like it, who he turned on like he turned on everybody that respected him, envied him, that wanted to be him. right. So he's lost all of his following, he's, he's lost like, everything. He's fuck me yeah, so he's he's completely he's gone from oh man there's mando you know he's always out doing stuff and then now it's oh dude you hear what mando did that guy's legend mm-hmm. like man he took my bounty i blah 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 and now it's like all those people are dead mm-hmm. <laughs> right and and so he went from relevant to envied to irrelevant and yeah. wanted now yeah. so we're going to see how he handles this new aspect. So, I mean, it's just been kind of cool watching from episode one, two to mm-hmm. three. But I thought I saw him really kind of solidify that moral compass and what his allegiance really is towards for sure. And so I, I thought that was a key point. I think that's why I'm probably rating it at eight, five. And plus the, I mean, lasers, <laughs> <laughs> actually
2: not lasers. It's plasma, stop. but, um, Nerd. To, to, <laughs> stop, to, to what, what, what kind of
1: design would you describe the plasma beam
2: from what the pistol? I don't know. It's just I read it the other day. It's yeah, that's plasma. the uh, yeah yeah. So I'm
1: what's sure. the difference
2: between plasma and laser? Plasma is a material. Laser is light. Ooh, is light not a material? No. Uh, that you? I don't know. No, not um, that smart. So moving on. To, okay. Well, to go on to the <laughs> comment that guy left of. <laughs> Not seeing facial expressions. Mm -hmm. I think this episode kind of showed that you can kind of tell what he's thinking by how Mm -hmm. his head turns. You know how, like, a dog will cock its head when it's like listening to something Mm -hmm. or trying to work something out? The Mandalorian kind of does that, like, right before he leaves and takes the bounty with him when he Mm -hmm. turns a kid in. He's like, cocks his head and he goes, What are you going to do with the kid?
0: And then that's where they immediately were like, Hey, motherfucker.
2: Yeah, they're like, You don't ask questions. That's against the guild. And then whenever he goes back to. Apollo Creed, he asks the same question again, and he he, he waits a little bit. He's like, kinda, "What the fuck's kinda, the matter?" He kind of thinks it and he over. Says, in his Isn't
1: head. that against the guild? Yeah. Again.
2: Yeah. And he he thinks it over a little bit, and then asks again. And yeah. then, whenever right before the big shootout, he he gets goes to set the baby down, cocks mm-hmm. his head one more time, and he goes all right, this is what I'm doing. And he, we can kind of see him think things out, even mm-hmm. though we're not seeing him you know, raise his eyebrow, scratch his chin, right. you know, ponder, put glasses in his mouth and chew on the end. We're not seeing those expressions, but we're seeing how his head turns you would do normally right. while subtleties, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's overall body language. Yeah. Yes, I think so just that's body language.
0: Uh-huh. So I think, I, I don't think I'm going to rate it as high as you guys did. I, not fine. by much. I'm going to put it in eight. Okay. Um, and... I think a lot of that, what actually made the episode really stand out to me um, that was interesting was that, like, he wasn't top dog in the area. And we're seeing this mm. story from this this low end. Um, and whenever he went and got this armor, you know, she basically told him, like, dude, you know, I, you're going to have a target on your back. People are going to know who you are. Mm. You know, so then... Well- he he knows ahead of time that people are going to know who he is, and like he's still making this decision to like I'm gonna I'm gonna blitzkrieg this this building, um, and I think it was really ballsy. But I for think for the full armor, well, not for the full armor, but for him to you know show up in the full armor and his new kicks and duds, and then yeah. go steal a baby back, and then expect to be able to just walk show through up town out north in a full suit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Although it was funny, he's like, all the jetpacks, he's like, I gotta get me one yeah, of those. I thought that was really funny. He goes, I gotta get me one of those. I was, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was really a really good, good line. Good. Um, But I think that um, he didn't think it out as well on how he was going to do it. He's just like, "Fuck it, I got to do this." Oh, this guy's Um, not a thinker. No, I know, and that's that's where it kills me though. Is like if he is um, a, a good Mandalorian bounty hunter who's worthy of all this, you know, accolade and whatever, whatever else. I think he needs a little more subtlety and nuance. Like I, I told Wendell in the first episode that we did, um, I think they're forcing a lot of shit that they don't need to. They're forcing these gunfights. They're forcing these battles. Um, I would be okay with a little more subterfuge and a little bit more, um, you know, like, oh, that was clever. I haven't seen him do anything clever yet at all.
2: What about the little thingy with the pssst? Which one? Whenever he shot. Apollo Creed. Oh he, yeah, yeah. He, he, he. that was yeah. desperate. Yeah, true. So um,
0: I, that's the only. thing. I think that's thing. the problem
1: is you want him to be clever.
0: Well, I think that it would be better if you he wanted to be me, because like if he would have been Stop. one step, you know, further where it would have been, I think the episode could have been fantastic. I think you could have still had the shoot shoot out whatever, but I think if he knows he's going to go into this area and he's going to do this thing against the guild. Um, getting one piece of backup could have been huge. Just being like, hey, listen, um, I know you hate me. We're going to have some fun. I need your support. Let's go. Like That alone could have made it a phenomenal episode, right? Just that little bit of something.
1: Well, and I think that's kind of the way cinema is heading right now is the reluctant or the Mm -hmm. unintentional hero. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've seen The
0: Joker. Right. No, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. So I won't say anything then.
1: But um there there's just there's this thing where there's such a lack of good or natural leadership mm-hmm. in movies that I have seen oh, that yeah, the guy sure. that ends up leading is the one that everyone looks at and is like, Huh? How did he get there? That's right. Like, what? Like the the fool is leading the way. Oh yeah. And like what you were saying, this guy's not He's not a scalpel he's mm-hmm. a sledgehammer absolutely and it's going head first and he's fueled now he's loyal he's loyal to death mm-hmm. but it don't matter
0: right and I, I think of it like this though. Is like if you think of um you know the uh, Iron Man movies or you think of any sure. of those Marvel movies or whatever sure. there's always that one Wait. clever Plot twist, just yeah. just something wit. that you're like, not just wit, but it's just that one small little thing where you go, that I was see. fucking smooth. Yeah, I see what you did. Yeah, yeah. that, yeah. and right. I have not seen that yet. And I think that I needed to see that in this episode to really like. It would have mm. put it probably at a nine nine and a half for me. So I feel
1: you on that. Yeah, I feel so you. So that's that. just the only Maybe reason I give it
0: We're just too dumb to see. Possibly, I'm yeah, I'm kind of retarded sometimes. It's true. Slow. Sometimes are you? What? <laughs> 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 All right, so with that, let's go ahead and wrap. Um, we'll get this one out here in a couple days. Uh, hopefully by Monday, I'll have it posted and uh, should make it pretty fun. Excellent.
1: Are we doing our sign offs?
0: Sure, Wendell, you're up first.
2: Bye. I have spoken,
0: <laughs> lead the way, bro.
2: Are <laughs> you gonna say that?
0: I have spoken <laughs> what they said.